This is the In Focus podcast from the Hindu. Hello and welcome to the In Focus podcast. I am Kanishka Balachandran and I am your host for today. We are looking ahead to the final of the ICC World Test Championship which has been billed as the World Cup of Test Cricket. Over the last two years, nine teams have played several series against each other, accumulating points. And the top two teams, India and New Zealand, will play each other in a one-off test match at Southampton starting on Friday. Now, this is the first such championship final of its kind in test cricket. To discuss this new concept and how the teams shape up, we are joined today by Sharda Ugra, an independent journalist. Uh, Sharda is a very familiar name in the world of sports journalism, having covered multiple events, and she has also authored books on sport. I am also privileged to have worked with her at ESPN Cricket for for a few years. So, Sharda, it's good to catch up again, and welcome to the In Focus podcast. Hi, Kanishka. Thanks so much for inviting me. Great to be chatting again. So, Sharda, we are. Uh, we're glad that the World Test Championship is a is not a non-starter anymore. But you know that was what it was for many years, hasn't it? I mean, the ICC brought the plan to the table some years ago. It was cancelled and revived, and then it cancelled again and revived again. Uh, this has been in the making for a long time, and you have covered the ICC before and its workings. And why do you think it has taken the ICC this many years to get this up and running? um i think the the world test championship if you look at its history you you start hearing about it say around 2002 2003 2004 around that time as an idea and every time uh, it sort of turned up in conversations uh, sort of it started uh, with uh, you know david richardson who came into cricket operations uh, pitching the idea to the board then in about 2010 when harun lorgat was the ceo the idea came up again and it kind of went on the back burner i think fundamentally when it began the problem always was how are you going to get all the countries test playing countries at that time uh, yeah. to uh, to play enough games quickly enough in in a short period of time but at the same time competitively so you can get this standing and very early on in the conversation people started talking about two divisions promotion relegation you know the top yeah. uh, the, the top five teams and 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 and, and the others behind them and that yeah. i think became a sticking point for a lot of the boards like particularly sri lanka the west indies so on i mean i was just going through some material where apparently tilanga sumathi pala said what will happen if india becomes number 8 you know on that list so yeah. <laughs> uh, i think that had started th- that was primarily responsible for all the objections that were there to it um in in 2013 uh, you know there was a logo also that turned up uh, then you had this test maze that goes around the world um and the whole conversation restarted in 2015 which then became this idea of okay these uh, uh, teams minus uh, sort of zimbabwe and afghanistan it's it's not a very uh, inclusive idea um and and let's at least kick start this and and get this going and from the 2015 you'll see there is there has been movement and activity on it and uh, you know always even though the calendar was going to be crowded i think 
right at the start is very interesting piece that richardson had writ, had, uh, uh, had spoken uh, on cricket for uh, he spoke to dan bretting uh, and he yeah. said that look as a south african i saw that a teams had, you know england and australia had their ashes you know india india and pakistan had their rivalry and what did what did south africa have what is our context so yeah. for a long time the icc had been wanting to and it's a completely uh, uh, a fine idea um and a fair idea which should have been done maybe even earlier than it than it had is let's give a context to every single international a match that is played uh, yeah. whether it's a one day international or a test match so this is about giving that context to it and that's why we are at this point here today right but you know in the we talked about the context of the world test championship in what is in any way a crowded calendar now we are seeing so many t20 leagues that have cropped up in the last few years and now it's gone even more they've taken there's a t10 league There's also the hundred, which is also a new concept that we're yet to see. We're going to see very soon. Now you're sitting. There's a World Test Championship, like a World Cup of Test cricket, in in this calendar now. Now, do you think that it's necessary to have a championship like this for Test cricket, um, just so that this long format of the game does not lose out completely to T20s and players don't start choosing the shorter formats, uh, you know, by almost by default. Uh, i think they will uh, sort of choose a shorter formats to start with uh, but at the same time what's very important in in cricket particularly is having these stories and these fables and these uh, uh, sort of uh, tales about the uh, longest form of the game longest and uh, technically and temperamentally the most demanding form of the game i think it's important which is what the test championship and a creation of a structure will give this to to uh, test cricket is to say look this is this is the toughest thing you're going to play 2020 fantastic great you'll make money yeah. but if you really want to test your skill this is what you should be aiming for this is the pinnacle so i think at least having the world test championship give uh, uh, gives you a, 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 an event and a pinnacle at the you know previously to this what did test cricketers what did test cricketers do they they played um for over their career lasted 10 years 15 years 20 years and mm-hmm. uh, all they had was their their place in the ranking order of averages maximum runs aggregate you know number of uh, score that was their only context to their performance and to the team's performance as well so you just yeah. had these vague kind of uh, stats uh, going around but you do need a, a, a team in a team sport you do need to have something that is uh, emblematic of your success and your performance and your progress uh, which is what the world Ta- test championship hopes to do the other formats have their own world cups you know they've got their they've got their tournaments every two years every four years it's there yeah. test cricket was just sort of in the state of limbo uh, amorphously kind of wandering around everywhere uh, i mean yeah. it's a, it's a it's a struggle for uh, the majority of test playing nations to kind of keep test cricket relevant to them and maybe this is yeah. one of that hook that that is there in the in in the conversation and in the uh, progress of uh, how do you keep test cricket relevant this is one way to keep it uh, to keep it relevant but you should i think very quickly i'll say you should have uh countries like um afghanistan and uh, yeah. zimbabwe be given the chance to be involved in it. you can't get you know so exclusive that eventually five countries will be played this there's no point mm. you know yes and you know i was going to come to this uh, anyway uh, you're talking about the uh, the lesser teams like zimbabwe afghanistan and ireland now at the moment it's 
only restricted to nine teams. Um, and if you, I mean, ideally, we would love to have all test playing nations involved in the World Test Championship so that there's something to play for for everybody. But um, right now, it's been played over a two-year cycle. So between 2019 and 21, this is these are the top two teams. These are the teams that have qualified. Now, uh, if you have to get, you know, more teams in, is there a scope for maybe increasing this um, this cycle to maybe say three years or possibly even four years, so that you can accommodate more teams and more matches, so that you know, even in the, taking the event of you know COVID nineteen disruptions, series being cancelled and postponed, you can actually accommodate more series. And do you think a two year cycle is too less? I mean, I think a two-year cycle for the fact that it's only it's limited to any uh, uh, a particular number of teams, and not everybody immediately makes it uh, you know immediately makes it look a bit restrictive in that sense. But that is yeah. just uh, you know almost an optimistic and a utopian kind of uh, way of looking at it because what you're seeing is that okay, if you want everybody to play everybody uh, uh, home and away, then you're going to need a lot more time to be able to do it, and then you're sort of challenging the bilateral series agreements that are there in place, the FTP that is already there. Can you rework an FTP? So it's a complicated system to work out. But I think they'll have to find a way because if you're, if if Ireland, Afghanistan and uh, Zimbabwe are going to be left out of, chest, uh, of the test championships, at some point they are going to say, we don't want to play test cricket. What's in it for us? So that's yeah. three countries less rather than expanding the scope of the, of the game. And you don't, uh, look at it, say, 50 years down the line. People are going to look back at cricket at the time and say, what is this format which only eight countries play in, whereas the game is now played cricket through 2020. Hopefully, you know, that's what it will be. Um, 30 countries are playing it. 36 countries are involved in the World Cup calendar yeah. to qualify for whatever it is. What is this other thing that they're doing? What is so exclusive about it? Why do we care? So, I think you need to find that kind of, uh, of of balance. But that is also difficult, Kanishka, because you know how boards behave, particularly uh, the, 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 the three top boards, the big three, as we call them, Australia, England and India. They will uh, basically look after their own interests, um, yeah. which is you know, matches uh, with each other all the time so that uh, there's there's good television money uh, riding yeah. on them. So it's a it's a difficult uh, it's a difficult thing to for, for the ICC that way uh, to kind of work with all these um, sort of uh, restrictions that are there and these sort of uh, 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 disadvantages that exist because of the way cricket is governed at the international level with these top yeah. uh, three four countries basically calling the shots. So it'll yeah. be tough. A three-year cycle, maybe you can try it. Maybe try one new new team at a time, something of that sort. How do you do it? I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, apparently, when the uh, when the original draft was being uh, worked out, um, yeah. we have forgotten how many drafts they made for the Test Championship to begin with. You know, in the early 2000s, uh, they they just kept trying to work out a proper formula to have this. At the moment, at least they've got something going. So let's okay. start with this and, and let's see how it turns out. Yeah. And there were these suggestions by, uh, very ambitious suggestions by Ravi Shastri and uh, Ashwin recently in the last few days saying, let's have a best of three finals or, you know, let's have, uh, play all matches in neutral venues. Now, even in a non-COVID <laughs> pandemic time, it's still so difficult to uh, get that get that up. Uh, especially what Ashwin is suggesting about, you know, having teams playing in neutral venues. I think that, that is something that is going to be extremely. That's probably 
impossible. Let's just rule that out completely. So yeah. the best yeah, we can hope for is maybe have a little one or two more two more new teams, I guess. Correct. And I, I mean, I'm wondering what you're saying. Uh, you know about uh, the idea of having neutral venues. Uh, India is going to get fans everywhere they go. But what about the other countries? Who's yeah. going to come and watch them and support them? And uh, who are, who's going to own TV rights? Are ICC going to own the rights? I, I, are the cricket boards ready to let ICC own the rights and therefore get the income? You have to get into all those yeah. things as well. You know. Okay. So just looking at now at the. the whole format of this current world test championship um, well it's still a work in progress as we have seen and one of the most debated points was the point system um, which has earlier started out as you know a flat 120 points available per series irrespective of uh, whether it's two test series or a five test series and um, that was a bit flawed in the sense that you you can play two tests in a series and earn 120 points and five you play a five test series and on the same thing there is no real proportion out there and then they have to change it to a percentage point system based on the what you've gained versus how many it's available and that's that came about because of the covid-19 pandemic we had series being cancelled and postponed now the, the icc has said last few days that this new point system will be continued for the next cycle uh, because they feel that it's perhaps a little bit more fair um do you think that this new point system is actually better than the first one uh, and you think they should continue with it going forward i think it's it's a much more sensible way to look at it uh, in a percentage point system way i mean jeff alades gave uh, an interview to our uh, our colleague nagraj um yeah. <laughs> in which he explained in which he explained the, uh, the the new the new format i'm not very strong on arithmetic so my percentage points will just start i'll start uh, getting dizzy but it does seem to make more sense that uh you know you you can't get 120 points for a series uh, like one large chunk whether it's five test matches or two you know it doesn't yeah. make sense at all and uh, are there going to be uh, i think weighted points for away wins is also very important uh yeah. i think that has to be uh, also factored in but as this is a it's literally been a work in progress for for now 20 years if you actually yeah. think about it almost 20 years um, yeah. so maybe we should just give them a little chance to say okay let them try out what they're doing because uh, think of it as as a sort of the drs and how much time it took for for that to kind of reach a level yeah. that we're happy with and still there's grumbling about umpires oh, so That's so, good example. so yeah. yeah 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 so so um, you know i think perhaps they'll come up with something that seems more fair and more equitable the important thing is at least get it going at least start it make it a part of a cricket conversation and make it a part of a, a cricket fans sort of uh, interest in how they follow the game uh, particularly test cricket at the point rather than mm. just saying okay which country is turning up next you know to play where are we going uh, to play in that kind of sort of context less kind of way yeah So I mean the, the whole part about the new the, the home and away point system has to be worked out in such a way that teams that win abroad should be rewarded more I think uh, India winning in Australia uh, England beating yeah. Sri Lanka and Sri Lanka two very recent examples and you know that's uh, you know it's it's not fair if they earn the same points if they you know if they have the same wins playing at home which a lot of teams will end up doing I think because of the covid-19 pandemic and you may not be able to travel much I think that's going to be uh, certainly something the ICC has to look at when they announce the new point system. Yeah. Soon, hopefully. Um and uh, Kanishka quickly uh, uh, I must uh, India versus Pakistan when are we going to play test cricket you know there's oh, that yeah. also thing that comes into the mix. So yeah. 
you know, that's that's something that we'll still don't know, and it's been a few years now. <laughs> Separate so, um, podcast. Separate podcast for that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Of course. Now, just looking ahead to uh, you know the, the big match at hand uh, starting in a couple of days, uh, India versus New Zealand. Well, it's just kind of fitting that uh, you've got two uh, two very competitive sides uh, playing against each other, and now they're playing in 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 Southampton in June in England. Just looking ahead to uh, you know the big match at hand, uh, India versus New Zealand. Um, well, it's fitting that you've got two of the best teams in the world, best probably the best test teams in the world playing right now. Uh, just on paper, it looked like New Zealand have uh, have the edge because they're familiar with the conditions and they're playing in June in England, which is not too different from what they would get back home. Um, and they're also in form after just beating England in a test series right now against a very uh, well, a strange, uh, strange England side where they rested so many players. <laughs> but um, but New Zealand have also played a lot of their recent cricket in the last two years, you know, playing in their own home conditions. And uh, they obviously do come in with some kind of an advantage there. Uh, do you think that New Zealand actually go into this match having the edge? Just also given India's recent form, which is also really good. Uh, I think, uh, you know, the, the the advantage of conditions is something that is so heavy in cricket that, yeah. uh, you know, uh, that you would look at it and say, obviously, New Zealand look the stronger team at the moment. I mean, the second test match, they won without uh, Williamson uh, in the side because he was resting to make sure that he was fine. Bolt came yeah. in for, 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 for one match. So they've also been able to... Uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, rotate their players the way they wanted, use them the way they yeah. want. So you would think that they would be in, uh, they would be slightly ahead. Um, but the Indians will always tell you they've been saying it for a long time. We don't care about wickets, we don't care about conditions, and then you get the, uh, you get you know we play how we play. Um, uh, India in its cycle to get to the final. The, their most uh, uh, perhaps underwhelming performance was against New Zealand in New Zealand. Uh, yeah. So there's that factor that also works. And uh, apparently the weather forecast for Southampton has got rain and it's got uh, clouds and it's got yeah. uh, all those kind of things. But I think it's it, it'll just be because it's an occasion. I think the Indians will be up and ready for it. Whether they can actually translate that into... Um, uh, a winning performance is, is something else. It depends on who wins the toss, what time of, uh, you know, uh, when do you bat. All those yeah. all those sort of factors come in. Um, but I'd say that both teams have uh, the personnel uh, uh, to be able to, to uh, get yeah. on top of each other. Okay, okay. No, the uh, one thing about, you know, the, the Indian team performing overseas, uh, we've seen that they, when the ball does swing, when there is movement of the scene, that's where they do kind of struggle. And if you look at the last time India played a test series in England, India lost 4-1. Now, that the result was probably a lot more lopsided than it uh, than it seems so. But then in conditions where the ball probably does not swing as much when there's extra bounds in Australia, they, they came out on top. Um, it's, it's, it's more the seam, swing and seam movement that seems to trouble Indian basketball a little bit more. Um, do you think that... Uh, that that Indians the Indian batsmen have now kind of overcome that weakness as they go look ahead to this fairly long summer coming up. Um, that will actually depend on whether they are able, you know if you look at the performances in New Zealand, which they'll tell you, listen, all the wickets were like those uh, gardens green, you know, made yeah. for us to look uh, to, for us to look bad. But I think every 
batsman uh, struggles against uh, the sideways moving ball and it's yeah. it's what you do with it and how you cope with it and how you uh, the shots that you choose to play or not play is what is, is what gets into it um at the same time the indians have the bowlers uh, who can have always had through history in fact uh hmm. bowlers who when when helped with a little bit of spin could do a lot of things i think yeah. we uh, uh, uh you know our success in england and in english conditions uh was far uh, greater uh, uh than it was say in places like south africa or australia until the recent say the last 10 years or so so historically yeah. we've we've managed in england because we had batsmen who were able to play and we've had bowlers who are able uh, with swing who are able to uh, challenge the opposition uh, batsman as well and yeah. now uh, because we have a, a really good um fast bowling unit as well as quality uh, uh, spin and, and the and the all round abilities of uh, ravinder jadeja who i would think would, would will play should play um okay. it it makes for a very good it makes for a very good uh, uh, sort of uh, a compact kind of unit you'll just have to get i mean i'll be very interested to see how shubman gill will play in in england yeah. uh, in a massive massive absolutely beautiful batsman to what i want to see how he'll do whether he has progressed from uh his his uh, uh, tremendous debut in australia which after that was met with a little bit of a dip but yeah, uh, yeah I, i i want to see how people like uh, shubman gilp in particular will do and do you think the new zealand batsmen have the kind of technique uh, to be able to play the indian spinners i know they're not india is not playing in home conditions but um we've seen how the england batsmen struggled so much against them uh, uh, indian spinners in the recent series here at home uh, and ashwin too had good success in australia uh, do you think the new zealand batsmen are probably technically better at handling the indian spinners compared to say the australians um that would be interesting to see depending on what uh, you know uh, what they are able to do if uh, put under pressure by somebody like jadeja bowling absolutely in the right place in the same spot all the time who's able to just yeah. cramp you for uh, uh, build pre- cramp you and build pressure um you i would think williamson is is their world class batsman without a doubt you know i think there yeah. there is no no question i think he if, for him uh, if he leads everyone will follow it will be that kind of a uh that kind of a batting performance i think they would be very happy with how they have performed uh, uh in the in the series that's just gone past not that england had the greatest spin that was available to them uh, root yeah. was bowling uh, yeah. most of the time um so it's not that they met with that that will perhaps be a very very interesting uh, sort of factor for them to look at uh, going into going into this game ideal situation india wins the toss puts up a big total and bowls them out twice ideal ideal okay. ideal Yeah. 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 Dream, uh, dream I mean, scenario. The, the curator has said uh, has predicted um pitch that would have pace bounce and carry so um if if that is true then you know would India go in with actually actually go in with two spinners Ashwin and Jadeja or would they go with one? Uh do you think um yeah. do you think two spinners is something India is most likely to go with? I would think so because they've got uh, uh, if you've got uh, five specialist batsmen Pant at 6 then you can mm. go in with five bowlers and you can have and, and play two spinners as well and you'll get the advantage of say ashwin's batting and jadeja's batting as well to kind of bolster you yeah. all the way down to uh eight uh, but uh, uh, one thing to be said about curators they all tell you that every wicket in the world will give you spin carry and bounce all the time before before right. every game this is what you hear so let's see let's see how how things actually turn out let's see whether the weather plays a big part in this uh, uh, test match or not yes 
Yes, yes. And I think the forecast isn't terribly encouraging for the days of yeah. play. Uh, but we'll have to just hope that we can get um, whether with the sixth day, which is like the reserve day, uh, will actually be will come into force or not to, to, to be able to get an outright result. But of course, if the if it is drawn, then the teams share the trophy as per the as per the rules. So um, thank you so much, Sharda, for uh, for this discussion um, on the on this on the World Test Test Championship final. And uh, I know that you will also be keeping an eye on the the, the women's test that's already that's starting today, and there's also the Euros, so it's a, it's a busy time up ahead for you as well. Thanks, Kanishka. It was great fun, great fun chatting. In Focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by the Hindu. We'll see you soon.